0: Hello everyone and welcome to Not Another... What's it called again? What's it called? (laughs) Hello everyone and welcome to Not Another Whiskey Podcast. This is a 30 Minutes With, which has been sponsored by Craig Ellicke Single Malt and we are here with the global ambassador for Dewar's Malts. Mr. Yeah. Matthew Corner,
1: thank you for for being with us, man. Thank great you. to see you. Thank you so much for having me and great to see you guys too.
0: Yeah, and obviously I'm joined by uh, my, my wee friend here, Daz. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> uh, nah, nice to have you
2: on, Matthew. It's um, it's a distillery I've got a lot of time for. Uh, Craig Ellicay is a place,
1: isn't it? It's, uh, I mean, is there a more whiskey place than Craig Ellicke? <laughs> I, I don't think so. And again, yeah. holding my hand up, I am unbelievably biased. Not yeah. only do I represent the brand, but it is, it is home for me yeah. as well, right? So I think it is the, the whiskey capital of the, the world, yeah. as far as I'm <laughs> the concerned. Universe. Right? Oh, the universe. the <laughs> universe, yeah, never mind even the world, right? Very cool.
0: <laughs> and we're actually doing this in person this week, which is nice. nice. So we're aye. sitting in Edinburgh in Lady Libertine and uh, having a wee dram. So, Matthew, how did you get into all this? You're a global ambassador. Tell us your, your backstory.
1: Yeah, for, oh, for me, where to start? So... Again, growing up in the villages didn't hurt. Uh, kind of being surrounded by a bit of a whiskey chat, you know, day to day. Um, went off, thought I was going to be a musician, so went off to university, studied classical music. Did not think I was going to end up in whiskey. Yeah. What did you play? At all. Uh, I was a drummer, so right. per- all the loud right, stuff yeah. at the back yeah. of the orchestra. I'm a drummer as well. Um, there you go. A, and I was a side so, drummer. And there yeah. you are. There yeah lot to chat about. I know, you know man, so I know. Should we do another episode on drumming? Yeah, 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 let's get rid of the whiskey boys. <laughs> <ones. laughs> um, and then, yeah, so, of course, if you're a student in Speyside, you know, you come back for the summer holidays, you need a job, you know, to, to get yeah. you through the summer. Best job's definitely in a, a distillery tour guide, right? So that's where it started for me, uh, up at Glenlivet um, as well. Worked for Shivas Brothers for a number of years there. Uh, tour guide with them for a while, then jumped on their grad programme, finishing university, got sent out to a few different places around the world. And uh, from there... Look, looking to come back be based in Scotland again I saw this job come up with Bacardi getting to represent uh, Aberfeldy another one of my favourite whiskies, being based in it there mm-hmm. but the, the real draw for me was the fact you got to go to Kregelke quite a lot so I'd get mm. back home to see my family who still live in the village and I uh, kind of, you know, take VIP guests up to, to see the village and they say, not a bad place to show off, right? Yeah, so.
0: yeah. I the, I think that's where we first met when you were up at Aberf- Aberfeldy. remember when you had the, the, the pleasure or the unfortunate <laughs> time of taking all the Glenfiddich ambassadors around. <laughs> I remember the, that uh, was literally like... the end of
1: week one for me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of you guys, absolute shell shock, being like, oh, I better get these numbers, right? Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, was, if you so, survive that, it you'll was, be fine. Uh, it? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was great, great, great fun, though. A uh, l- lot of fun yeah. with you guys, for sure. That so where, where, did
2: you, uh, where did you live? around the world and so working with whiskey representing yeah. scotland in many
1: ways you know that's that always it, right. an i don't think i've thing. ever felt more scottish till i yeah. left scotland i'm sure yeah. you guys are yeah. know yeah. the same right i've done a bit of travel but yeah. um yeah it was uk ambassador for year one there based out of mm-hmm. edinburgh and um, again fell in love with edinburgh at that point so i was desperate to get back at any opportunity yeah and um, but from there went out to uh, miami yes. um, as well so i'll say from going from uh, a village of less than 600 people in the northeast uh, moving to an apartment on south beach yeah was a, a massive eye-opener for me as, yeah. uh, as you could expect so Phenomenal time in Miami again, I managed to get back there actually first global trip as a global brand ambassador after almost two years in the role. I think that's the, the internal joke has been I've been the least global global brand ambassador yeah. in history yeah. <laughs> uh, since taking on the title, right? So, like, How many countries two years have they visited? As well, yeah. yeah. My, <laughs> I was lucky to get in my bedroom, let alone Scotland, yeah. you know, for that last two years. So, the first trip was, you know, get back to Miami, which was great. And after I was actually in South Africa uh, as well, so based in Cape Town. Oh, nice. Ambassador as well. So, I mean, two fantastic beach towns uh, yeah, as well, yeah, beach yeah, cities, yeah. right? So, yeah, not a, not a bad gig. I'll say that for me. And then, you know, settled into Aberfeldy, uh, based there my, my spiritual home, I suppose, for yeah. uh, for a couple of years there, then into the, the global role after that. It's so funny, like, yeah,
2: because I, uh, I, follow, I follow you, have followed you pretty much since you started the the brand ambassadorial role. fanboy I'm a bit of a fanboy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I followed you
2: too, Dad. That's yeah, right, yeah. No, no, it's, it's, mutual, it's, mutual it's mutual respect it's here, <laughs> uh, for sure as well. Right? I always remember <laughs> you going out to Miami and just being yeah. like,
1: How's he got that?
2: Do you know what I mean? And I was thinking to myself, where have I gone wrong? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
1: It was a short straw there, I tell you. Aye, aye, uh, no, no, it was actually no. when I was meant to go to India and they said, Oh look, I'm really sorry in this grad programme, India's fallen through, but as a backup, would you be okay going to Miami? It was yeah, one of those I had to be like Okay then, you know if you if I have to go Tw- there, twist you, my arm. Uh, yeah, yeah, you twisted my arm there for that one. So no, yeah. as I say, two amazing countries to be based in. For I, I
2: think that's the thing, isn't it? Is that Mitch has done it as well. Is when you live abroad and you're working with whiskey, there's there is that sense of duty almost, isn't there? <laughs> and it's uh, it's more than the brand you're working on. It's yeah. much more about the category. It's, you represent
0: your country in a number of ways as well. It's that's yeah, it. a nice way to do it as well. Yeah. So you you know are fortunate enough to have an amazing portfolio of five single malts, right? Yeah um which it, it, and, it, and it's a really interesting portfolio because going yeah. back and looking at the history of them um Jures had to be essentially offloaded back in 98 cuz the yeah. monopolies commission went to Diageo and went eh, exactly, you've got too many brands <laughs> Bacardi it, came right? in uh, bought all the, the distilleries I think it was 1.1 billion at the time oh, is would, that right? I wouldn't
1: know the number but I'm sure it was a, it was a good number anyway right that sounds, yeah, that's yeah. I think yeah. that's yeah. what <laughs> I read and I was
0: thinking like wow in today's money that's pretty good for five brands you know yeah. at that level um, but I think it was 2014 when you guys started really pushing these single malts out right and, I, and you know a lot of other people maybe listening may not be too aware of Craig Ellicke and and the, the other four uh, yeah. single malts which are if you want to yeah, one hundred percent. We've
1: got um, Aberfeldy, Altmore, another great space site along the road from us in Craigellachie, uh, Royal Brackla up there near uh, Nairn up in Burness way and then last but not least, the forgotten child is always Macduff uh, distillery right there in the, yeah. the northeast. But uh, another absolute cracker, hidden gem, I think, with, within the group.
0: Yeah. But this 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 uh, thirty minutes with we're going to concentrate on your hometown, your home distillery, which is Craigellachie, <laughs> right? So let's chat about this. What? Like tell tell people listening. Yeah. May not know that much about Craig Ellicke. Um so give a little bit of back background yeah, of about this,
1: this distillery. It's the distillery that everyone says they drive past. You know, everyone drives past it, yeah, you know, yeah. especially on the roads. You know, centre of space side there, you know, on the way to and things. But they're like, you never get round it, and it is one of those. Unfortunately, at the moment, you know, we don't have a visitor centre. Yeah. Uh, you know, never say never. Fingers crossed down the line. That would be amazing if we did, but who, who knows? But um, yeah, it's one that folk never really get to go round and. Again, as you said, it's played this role in history, you know, predominantly in, in blends. You know, it was Peter Mackey was one of the founders from the, the Mackey family in Glasgow, a blending dynasty, of course the owner is a white horse um, as well. So it was kind of originally built as one of those kind of core components mm. um, within that blend. But um, as you said, you know, since Bacardi essentially took over the John Dure Sons and um, kind of arm of it, you know, from 1998 when they, they bought it over, kind of up till about that 2014. They always had this idea, it would be great to really show these off as single malts, you yeah. know, within their own right. So there was a lot of time kind of passed there, just building up the stock so they could get, you know, the age statements that they wanted and kind of build that. It was a really good range and kind of it launched under that last great malts banner 2014.
2: Yeah, yeah I remember it well. I mean, <clears throat> it was, uh what was the fellow's name now? He's up in Fife was the marketing uh, director. Um, oh, Stephen Marshall. Stephen I mean, Marshall, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. he was involved in, and I think Andy Gemmel was around at that point. Sorry, he'd working been the global, the I think, ambassador was it for yeah, years yeah. at that point, yeah. point as well, right? So I remember it well, and I was really excited because Craig Ellicke, I, working at McAllen, mm-hmm. I would have passed Craig Ellicke a lot <laughs> and stayed in Craig Ellicke an, an awful lot. And and the distillery is, is one that, yeah, flavor-wise and style-wise, every time I tried the whiskey, <laughs> always was really appealing to me, you know? And I, and I like that lovely kind of American oak, maltiness, that fruitiness that can come through as well. and. It I always wanted to see more, you know. I was I was really excited in twenty fourteen when Craigellachie came out because not only did it you know allow people to try great whiskey, it also looks amazing as well. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, I mean, I think it's one yeah, of yeah. those again. It's always had this great kind of cult following amongst you know independent bottlers and stuff. So although yeah. we're, we're saying you know it was officially kind of a a range launched by the you know the head company for first again, you did have some floor and fauna. There was a couple of bottles was, before yeah, that, yeah, 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 um, as well. But you know, pretty pretty rare to come by. And it's nice to kind of finally see that style coming out, you know, as a, as a standard. But as you say, it's a it's a space side, mm. but it's not your usual space side. There's mm. something a bit different in there, yeah. and I think you know, we go back to when it was built, um, built in 1891. Uh, by two real kind of whiskey icons. You have this uh, Peter Mackey, who I've mentioned, you know, from the kind of White Whitehorse uh, Mackey sort of blending dynasty. And then you have this other kind of forgotten whiskey hero. And I know Dave Broom and uh, Lindsay Gray have championed this, guys, this forgotten whiskey hero, um, Alexander Edward. And if you're from the Craig, like, you know this guy's name because mm. you've actually got Edward Avenue, which links the distillery down to the hotel. Right. And the reason for that is because he built both the distillery and the hotel. Yeah. And, you know, all the big, large luxury villa houses in the, in the village as well and the brickworks as well. You've mm. got like Brick Street and all this. So so much of the, the village was really built up because of this guy. But I mean uh, you know you ask people who you know who's Alexander Edward they wouldn't have a clue but you know first distillery he would build was Craig and He'd then inherit Ben Rinus off his father like a couple of years after that when he passed away. He'd build Altmore again another one for us yeah. in 1897. Uh, within the same year we'd take out the lease on Oban distillery a couple of years later, he would move through to Forest. He'd build Dallas Moore, eventually known as Dallas Dew, and then uh, Ben Rommick as well. So, mm. you know, huge amount of really important distilleries under this guy's yeah, name. Yeah. But just this guy, it seemed the, the deed itself was enough. He, it wasn't about getting his name in, a, in the newspapers mm. like a lot of his blending friends. Just this really kind of calm, quiet guy behind the scenes. The, the yin to the yang, if you like, of Peter Mackey, right? Because he was not a quiet man. He was known as Restless Peter, right. you know, amongst his pals. Always had an idea on the go, whether it was... Uh, Kerrigan Moss Farms, which was like a medicinal moss kind of on the west coast of Scotland. Or he wrote books in gamekeeping, shooting, fishing. Right, okay. He had a tweed mill, you know, all these just weird and wonderful ideas alongside the, the whiskey making side. And mm-hmm. I think it was the, the writer, Sir Robert Bruce Lockhart famously coined him as like one third genius, one third eccentric one-third a megalomaniac, yeah, right? It's yeah, just yeah, this yeah, yeah. really interesting character. I know, so I know a guy like that. It's, you could be this. Yeah, two really interesting founders, right? Uh, yeah. Kind of there. And I guess what they did, you know, I think one of the best accounts that we have from the early days was, um, we, we, we date it as 1893, because it talks about the hotel just having been built in the village, which mm-hmm. was there, thereabouts. So, you know, a couple of years after the distillery was built, and you have this guy, Alfred Bernard, who I know you guys are familiar with, you know, right in the traveling around the distillers of the United Kingdom, kind of writing down his thoughts. He, having visited uh, Craigellicke, said, you know, the, the style it's reminiscent of the old Speyside style. And this, is, think about that. This is a guy in 1893 mm-hmm. saying, here, this is like an old Speyside style, right? You know, so I think that's the really interesting point for me. And, you know, what did he mean by this old style? Mm-hmm. And he talks about, you know, flavor notes. I know we've got a glass here in front of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is, we'll, we'll come on to talk about what this yep. one is in a minute. But, you know, one of the first things I think when you pick up a Krigelki on the nose there... You've got this lovely kind of tropical fruity note coming mm. through, mm. right? And, I was getting
0: um, pineapple.
1: Oh, Mitch, I, like, this was not scripted, by the way. This was literally nah, the word nah, he's chosen. Like, nah, I did not it prompt took that him. that little list off, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't prompt him nah. at all. There. Just so anyone listening, Matthew's yeah. currently
0: <laughs> slipping me twenty pounds yeah, nah, under I, the I, table. I 100%.
1: <laughs> but look, I couldn't have prompted that any better. Is uh, Alfred Bernard talked about pineapple? Literally, he mm. wrote down the word pineapple and talking about these lovely tropical notes that come through. And for me, that is the the more typical space side character, right? That's a that more kind of typical note coming through. However, there's something, and again, this is a slightly different expression which mm-hmm. we'll come on to talk about, but I think with, in any Kregelke, there's a slightly different note in there. And it's this kind of, it's got quite a robust character. Yeah. And a lot of people say it's smoke, but it's not like an Isla kind of mm. medicinal, mm-hmm. peaty smoke. It's yeah, something it's, a bit different, It's right? more
0: like a meaty oh. I, I, The only other space side I get that from is Morlock. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's definitely that meaty kind of sulfuriness mm-hmm. that I yeah. get coming through. Yeah, which some people love. Yeah, and I mean, some people <laughs> seek that out in single bottles. Yeah. Right? It's a
1: marmite a little bit, right? Yeah, I think yeah, you're yeah. either gonna absolutely love this or you're gonna mm. be like, it's not for me. And I you know, I think that's okay as well. But as you say, and again, more like I think it's another great example of this. For me, that's a lot to do with the worm tubs. You know, we're one mm. of only now I think it's nineteen distilleries, you know, as of the, the last count here in what, 2022. Mm. About nineteen distilleries in Scotland still using that old-fashioned condenser. And again, for anyone listening who doesn't know what a worm is, I always remember we had Jimmy Nicolin at the distillery and uh, one of the guys came up from down south and he said, why is it called a worm tub? He says, well, there's a worm and there's a tub. We're not that creative in our names no, in no, Scotland. Yeah, right? no, no, you no, kind of name no, it how we see it. it. So what do you mean? There's a worm and there's a tub. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, a worm yeah. tub. You kind of name <laughs> so, it like
0: it, like you see it, right? It does like, yeah, yeah. what it says on the tent. And <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> for anyone who's not sure what I mean by a worm, it's not as you know disgusting as it sounds. It literally is a big snaking copper coil, You know, hence the, the worm or a serpent you know some other industries call it as well and it sits in that big tub of cold water and you know unlike the modern shell and tube condenser you know which encourages loads of copper contact coming in there again stripping out a lot of these big or heavier kind of sulfuric kind of notes we're allowing a lot of that to get through with the worms again the way we run our worms again nice and cold you're almost building this layer of film kind of within the worm itself so actually buffers it you know even more from that copper so it's not you know for me it's not only the equipment you have in the distillery, it's all about how you run it, right? Mm. You can you still can produce different characters with the same equipment. So everything yeah. we do is encouraging that, you know, less copper contact in a way for that more robust kind of style yeah. to come through. Yeah, and I, th- I
2: think we, we skim over this so often. I, I know I talk about this on like a, a broken record, but <laughs> um, texture is so important, mm. I think. You know, and we don't talk enough about texture and mm. we go straight into nosing, we go straight into flavour, we go straight into finish. We never really talk about texture as much as we should, and there's a lovely oiliness oh, totally. here in the Elike, which carries those tropical fruits really in a really nice way. And one of my favourite things growing up as a child was like peach melba yogurt. <laughs> I love that combination of cream and fruit, like like tropical fruit, um, and it's got a little bit of that kind of quality to it here as well. You know, it's got that lovely oh, co- kind of creamy tropical complete. fruit first. Uh,
1: and I think it's not only from it being in a warm tub there again for all Craigelakes we're bottling um non-chill filtered mm. again 46% mm-hmm. so i think it, as well as what we're doing in the distillery i think that the way we bottle it as well i can kind of think really encourages that mouthful too
0: yeah it's and it's an interesting thing that you bring up with warm tubs because mm. i remember going back to our diageo days that's mm. um where diageo pulled out a load of warm tubs from their distilleries <laughs> and then they realized it,
1: it fucked mean, up in, Yeah, yeah, yeah had to put them all back in again so <laughs> yeah. it is it does make a, a massive I think Del difference Winnie was a good flavor. example of that right yeah, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't that many years and i think they're like oh we need to kind of pop these back <laughs> yeah. so, you know it's uh, i mean you live and learn right and i guess you know, i think it was Look at it as a really interesting experiment, if nothing yeah, else right? yeah, It's, it's yeah. proved the point that Here, this actually makes you know a lot of difference right? Yeah,
2: It's funny with that, because a couple of years there You might have very valuable postcards yeah. if, you, <laughs> you know, if you took pictures at that, <laughs> that, that, that particular moment yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Now it's time for some interesting whiskey facts That definitely won't get you any new friends On a Friday or Saturday night While standing in a bar Might work on a Monday or Tuesday, though So, So, Matthew, give us some interesting (laughs) facts about Craig that's not going to get any friends.
1: Well, for me, I think it's not only Craig but you'll see we have those lovely big roller windows uh, right at the distillery. And a lot of people say, what are those for? And everyone's, you know, again, I know you guys know the answer to this. So, you know, other folk at home would say, what are those big roller windows for? And the ones that always come up are, it'll be for something to do with the heat in that building, something to do with the distillation. You know, I'm not saying that's not a factor, mm. for the, the boys working there in that rare Scottish you know, warm day, it must be nice getting a little bit of a breeze in coming through. But uh, it's actually, again, think of what we're most known for as Scots, right? We're tight with our money, mm. aren't we? So it's when you have to replace a still, it's the fact you can roll the side of the building up. So again, less time with a coppersmith on site, right? You can get a big crane in, crane them out and through, and then you're your still away and replaced. So yeah. that, is, that is why you have big roller windows. In your side mm-hmm. show. so next time you drive past the front of the Craig, yeah. you'll know. Aha, that's cheap air why. conditioning in Scotland. Cheap, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But I mean, they're, they're a
2: beautiful feature. They're very. That's amazing. Old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, they're really, passes. really
1: cool. They're um,
2: Kalila has them. I think Clanleesh mm-hmm. has them as well, and they're they're like beautifully kind of seventies kind of but that, vibes. But I love them. I love the look of them. I mean, and other
1: it, fun fact is it's the Waterloo system was how it was known. So again, yeah. it's when the DCL offices uh, were at Waterloo yeah. Yeah, as well. As the street in, was at Glasgow, I suppose. It would have been, and it was the same architect signed off like basically the same expansion for yeah. pretty much all the distilleries, yeah, yeah, right? So yeah. you can tell if it was that expansion in that late 60s, early 70s. Well, it's like Doig, style. right? Yeah. It's
2: like Doig with the pagoda roofs. These exactly, yeah. these are really Marks striking. Yeah, yeah, I love them. I think they're really brilliant. And I, and I, it's the thing, I do drive past Craig <laughs> I do drive past, and I, I always look into the still house I take pictures every time I go past and I've yet to take a good one but I'm going to try again (laughs) too. you
1: mentioned I think another good general whiskey fun fact and we have our doig ventilator as it's officially known as well I always think that's one if you really want to make it look like you know what you're talking about next time you're going around a distillery on tour Don't just say Oh that's a very nice Doig ventilator Yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> be, oh, You're getting that Under the drum yeah. uh, You know Under the, the counter dram at the Yeah, end yeah.
2: There, So, so Craig has got a Waterloo <laughs> system It's got a doig ventilator yeah. There's oh, two there facts two There we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So Matthew Let's get on to the expressions Of Craig We've got 13, 17 Yeah 20 23 23? Yeah yeah
1: mm. As well So again Where we do things our own way I think that's the thing yeah. To first of all Say about Craig Ellicke We've never just done things Because everybody else did them mm-hmm. We always went this is what's right for us. We're a bit stubborn. We like our own thing. So, uh, again, any mathematicians amongst you there might notice there's a, actually a nice pattern. Oh, is that uh, right? I
2: didn't quite pick up on uh, that. Either <laughs> not, mate, I, I was never, you know, I, I
1: got my way through math at school. It was a struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's because we're not very good at it. But prime numbers. That's actually, yeah. uh, they're all prime numbers there as well. 19, which we did used to have as a, a travel retail yep. exclusive in the first launch. But it just happened to work out as prime numbers but originally you know from from speaking to stephanie who's our, our malt master yeah um, for krigelki and in fact the, the entire range we have uh, under the john june son's arm and um, you know she said it was just that sweet spot for krigelki at 13 you know 12 that's good but 13 it was just that yeah, little bit you know that, that yeah. distillery character and again we talked about earlier for krigelki sulfur is this thing that we you know we try getting from the the, the whole way through the processing mm. and Everybody else really looks to lose sulphur, yeah. but with Craigelachie, we're just trying to keep that. I mean, we've got huge, big bass, our stills again, lovely. They're they're squat, but they're massive. If yeah. that kind of makes sense, you know, it's a big base and quite a short kind of neck on them. Yeah. So everything we do kind of encourages those kind of big sulphur notes to come mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. Hence, with the worm tubs as well. So Kregeliki and new make spirit, you know, what comes out the the end of our stills, you have an abundance of these kind of sulfury notes in there. Um, and Stephanie says, you know, if you were to run it through this, what is as a spectrometer, I can't remember the name of the machine they have, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of analyze it all chemically, it has the biggest potential for fruity compounds mm-hmm. of any of our kind of new make spirits, but it kind of is guarded with this initial kind of sulfur note. But, mm-hmm. And she says that's kind of what happens as you start to age Kregelke. It's about this coming into this beautiful balance with this kind of dis- you know, uh Sorry, of dissipation is that a word dissipation I don't know man I think you have made something that, right? up like sounds it. good I like it you've yeah, okay. already dropped yeah. mass
2: spectrometry <laughs> and dissipation in the, the vocabulary has improved immensely with you on the show
0: Matthew's <laughs>
1: just won the uh, the vocabulary uh, <laughs> awards for being on the, the podcast distillation bingo yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, it dissipates. Yeah. However, whatever the word is, for like that, you it. know, and I think it comes into this balance between that kind of fruit, you know. Um One of my dear colleagues out in the states, Gabe Gardarella the Second. I was thinking, since as as someone has the Second in their oh, name, oh, you know, they're going to be an nice. absolute such character, a right? Name, yeah. uh, it was also, he. I always remember uh, he said, Krigelki to me." I'm not going to do an American accent here. You guys can imagine, right? But Krigelki to me" is like firing a shotgun through a pineapple. And I was like, that is the coolest nice. way I've amazing. ever heard this described. You know, and it's yeah. such an evocative. Yeah. Tasting note. It sounds mental. It sounds a bit mad. No, but I get it. But we start to think about it, right? It's yeah, the two yeah. kind of sides yeah. of Kregelke mm-hmm. in balance
0: there. Yeah. But being in, in America, did he say Kregelke?
1: Oh, man. Because I noticed
0: like all <laughs> Americans always pronounce it that way.
1: <laughs> My favourite as well, and this was an American, undisclosed American, once said to me, oh, I thought it was a, a French brand, Kregelke. Craig Lachey. That's literally <laughs> the, my the favorite way I've ever heard Craig Lachey I like so that. that. I like good. that. I talk that's about good. Craig Lachey quite a lot. But I mean, it's not easy to say. I always, you know, anyone who's Listened at home, be, oh that's how you say Craig Lachey. I will say, think of a, you know, a guy's name Craig, girls name Ella, and they have a key. Craig yeah. Ella key. All rolls off the tongue. Craig yeah. Lachey. There you go. Yeah. Job done.
0: Nice. All right.
1: So we've talked about the
0: other expressions of Craigelachie. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this new one that you've brought along kindly for us. I think it was just released yesterday, right? So Is yeah, that what you
1: said? In, the, in the last couple of days. But that said, um, it's slowly making its way out to the markets now. I think you will be some of the first people in the world uh, to taste this as Sweet. of today. Um, so Craigelachie. Again, we've talked about the thirteen, which you know kind of was that yeah. welcome to the family for us, um, and we wanted to have something that, again, I think was quite accessible but showing off different kind of facets of the Craigelachie character. Now. What a, what a pop there, uh-huh. I love that, I love that sounding. But, um, you know, so we've talked about uh, the worm tubs, which I think, you know, is a really important part of the Krigelki character. And we were looking at different um, industries, different, you know, spirits, that also have their kind of equivalent of a worm tub, uh, you know, giving them that kind of more robust character. And we're going to start to look into these as finishing casks. So this um, is the Krigelke uh, Armagnac, uh, particularly Bass Armagnac as well, which is a, a 13-year-old finished for just over a year right. in uh, Bass Armagnac casks. Hmm. And it's the, the first in what we hope to now be a, a series kind of exploring uh, other spirit producers who use worm tubs that we can kind of use as casks nice, for okay. finishing. So um, I think it adds a really interesting, you know, <laughs> new kind of dimension to that Krigelki character. So we've talked about, you know, that kind of unusual space side. For me, it's a bit of a contradiction in a glass. You know, you've yeah. got those classic space side fruits alongside that kind of unusual kind of sulfury note to it as well. People always talk about, it, you know, if, uh, if uh, an Isle of Whiskey, for example, you know, would be standing next to a bonfire. Mm. For me, Kregelke is your clothes the day after, standing next to a bonfire, yeah, right? Yeah, there's yeah. that, mm, there's just that little grip of smoke to them. It's yeah. not quite an in-your-face bonfire, no. yeah. but it's that kind of little toasted note. and. For me, Kregelke, you've always got, you know across the normal 13, what we're doing is com- uh, using a combination of different casks, uh, first fill, refill, mm-hmm. rechar, mm-hmm. Um, both ex-American oak, predominantly bourbon, uh, and you know ex-sherry casks, mm-hmm. predominantly Oloroso, um, in there as well. And then we take that combination, and we split it 50-50, and we finish it in 50 f- 50% first fill bourbon, mm-hmm. ex-bourbon, 50% first fill ex-sherry as well. And that's kind of the normal 13. So yeah. we've taken that initial, maturation this time it's predominantly uh ex-bourbon uh both uh refill and rechar mm-hmm. and then we're putting into that, that final year into that um armagnac yeah. cask as well and i think armagnac uh, again i was i would never say i was a massive armagnac drinker before that yeah. kind of this project hit the scene and for me it's kind of like the uh, the interesting cousin of cognac right it's kind of that more old school I'd production i prefer it man or, yeah i would go armagnac every day of the week what is
0: it you think you love about armagnac then for that I think for me, cognac is, it's got too much of this kind of burnt sour taste to it, where I don't get that from Armagnac. I just think it's more drinkable. I like the clean flavours That you get from Ar-
2: Armagnac I've always yeah. had that kind of sandalwood quality Coming through Generally And it's brilliant as well When you get into the vintages Of mm. Armagnac You get some unbelievable products At
1: ridiculously oh, low good. prices Well, That's, yeah. that's what I've realised like, Armagnac's yeah. pretty well priced uh, That, really that well was going to be My other point as well oh, Being a yeah. Scotsman You know what I mean It's a lot cheaper yeah, We, we <laughs> get our money's worth there
0: right? yeah, 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 well, and
2: I, I always remember We've we, we, been at Cognac Quite a few times in the past And, and, and sitting down With some spirits makers And blenders and things like that over the years often they talk very well obviously about their products and and because they're blending eau v's and things they're they're really aware of what's around them mm. within the cognac region or, or some of the wineries nearby and they always talk so highly about Armagnac. and when you go to their homes or they take you out for a drink often they'll say mm. do you want to try something <laughs> and it'll be an Armagnac that they whip out of their bag or that they ask the bartender to serve you and, and so I've, I've i've been really exposed to Armagnac, but really not off my own back mm. more so introduced uh, through people joe harrison and, and neil ridley i've done a lot of work with in the past and they're massive fans of armaniac and they've let me taste some brilliant armaniacs over the years so i was really excited to see armaniac called out on this release and yeah and i can see in theory the hypothesis <laughs> i can see how it would work so yeah. i was yeah i'm i'm, I'm pleasant i'm not surprised i'm
1: delighted actually I mean, i've to loved try to, it. You, know, you can't see Daz's face but it lit up when he was talking about armagnac yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's that's what armagnac does a bit like craig yeah. i think and it's it's quite nerdy right people can yeah, get yeah, yeah. quite into the, the production yeah. and i think that's from doing the research into armagnac i've not been lucky enough to get it myself it's mm-hmm. definitely in the, the list of places to go there's no big armagnac producers right it's quite a yeah. sort of small production a lot of it is you know was kind of farm-style production. Yeah, you have that yeah, yeah, yeah. still, you know, it's like a travelling still that kind of goes round, right? It's a yeah. really interesting thing. Again, uh, they call it, it's a serpentine pipe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit, bit nicer sounding than the Scots one. Like, yeah. one there, you know, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, The old worm tub, right? But everything I, in French sounds I, good, it? You know, you know it automatically sounds great, yeah, right? Yeah. Again, Uh, For us, we're looking particularly bass Armagnac. So again, that's, I think it's the the biggest area, I suppose, of the kind of three, you know, within Armagnac. But I think it's the most kind of highly regarded, again, most of the, again, the the highest quality Armagnacs, they say, kind of come from that area. And, you know, you were saying about uh, Sandalwood, wasn't Mm. there? And I think that's, for me, the lovely thing you get with Armagnacs is these really kind of earthy, it's kind of Mm. really interesting kind of Mm. groundy notes. And, you know, we're tasting the the 13 Armagnac here as well. And I think it's added some of that kind of earthy, interesting groundy notes in there. But it's kind of rounded some of those, yeah. you know, the, the big kind of robust shoulders, I think that a Kregelke 13 normally has. Mm. It's kind of softened and rounded that a little bit mm. for me as well. But you know, we normally talk about kind of those fruity notes. For me, it's baked apples, right? You've got those kind of baked notes coming through. Yeah. There's a normally a really nice sort of cereal note, I think you find coming through in Krygelki. Yeah. And I think with this it's cereal, but again, it's kind of softened. It's it's caramel kind of shortcake. You know, what I mean you've got that kind of mm. really interesting, kind of cakey cereal note. But these really rich notes alongside. Yeah, side. I don't know what are you guys getting. Anything more coming the, through? The there? thing
2: I, that stands out in this whiskey, particularly, and I don't know if it's the same for the other <laughs> Craig but we're, we're only trying the the Armagnac 13 here, but there's a wonderful savoury finish, mm. right? And and it yeah. for me, it's all it's very umami. It's almost marmitey. <laughs> Yeah, it's like ultra savoury, and I love it. And it's that I guess it's that combination of wood and sulphur mm. uh, right at the end, and it's the kind of finale, I suppose. You know those crisps? What? Are those? My, I actually don't like the crisps, um, but my little man loves them. Mm. They're not Marmite. What are they called? Is it? They're. Um... They're sticks. Okay. Oh, twiglets. 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 Yeah. They're like yeah, twiglets. Yeah, 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 yeah. My kids love the twiglets, right? I guess it's because they're like mad salty. Yeah. But that's what I'm getting on the yeah. finish that's here. Umamy. 100%
1: yeah. of the twiglet kind of a mammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, it,
2: and, it, and it is really pleasant. And, it, mm. and it's not quite smoke. And I can see where you're going with that little hint of smoke that might be there. And I'm not seeing it like that. I'm seeing right. it much more like a very deep, long-lasting, savoury finish. That's what I'm mm. getting. And I really like it. Yeah.
1: I think that's the great thing. And what keeps bringing me back to Craig Elkin again, a lot of people, the first time they try it are like, okay. I get, there's a space side, definitely a space side, you know, in there. there's a lot of good fruits, but what is that note? And that, you know, mm. I think that's the interesting thing when you first have that Kregelke, what regardless of, again, I think that's found across the whole range. So yeah, yeah. Know, whatever Craigellachie you try, yeah. it's like, what is that note? And it is that kind of umami. I
0: personally with Elke, I mean, I love that you guys do 46 pretty mm. much across the board at least, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I love, the way I always drink Elke is with a little splash of water. Yeah, that's, that's, It's one of those drams that I always feel it opens up a lot more with mm. a little dash in there
1: i mm-hmm. don't know about you guys but that's that's that said. Jam i've got on it. The water on the table here i'm definitely going to add just a, a little right. splash there i did it
2: already doesn't go wrong yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i've done it already I, I, and it, so when so stephanie is the she oversees the yeah, production and creation right yeah yeah um so w- is that what she's looking for then in, in craig ellicay she's always looking for that combination of fruit sulfur and with the cask finishes as you move mm. forward you're going to be looking at some interesting casks she's just looking to build on that in effect
1: is that, that right that's right? it i think and again stephanie is now one of the most award-winning malt master and master yeah. blinders so one of the most awarded scotch whiskey producers yeah. in the world mm. and i think where where she wins those awards and what people you know uh, credit her so mm-hmm. so highly with is balance and i think that's what she does you know so well time and time again it's her approach to using initial kind of maturation mm-hmm. casks to allow a lot of that distillery character to kind of shine through and then how she then treats that with the finishing cask, yeah. where it kind of comes into that sort of real balance so I think that's you know again I don't want to put words in Sefton's mouth here but it's you know from speaking with her I think it is all about trying to just create balance where you have that distillery character showing through mm-hmm. but with the finishing cask that you use as well you can kind of show new facets of that character. Yeah, uh, she's know, she's an amazing. I've never met her actually. Oh, it's oh. one
2: of the, one of the few
1: that I've I've not met. Um, she's over one the of the years. most humble. And yeah. beautifully spoken people you will ever meet Yeah, she's I think she's avoided amazing. me I don't blame more her more beautiful than that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mean, yeah you've got, <laughs> run, run for your money here but oh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I'm going to go on a limb you know, she's, uh, yeah.
2: right, I've, got, I've got one big question for you and okay. This is a tough one okay. Okay. This must be like picking a favourite child
1: <laughs> Oh, okay What's your favourite pub in Craig Ellicke? Uh, I mean, as you say there. I mean, The Fiddich back in the day mm. When Joe when had Joe, it was, yeah, was yeah. phenomenal you know, a, a real local favourite um, you know, you, you can actually, for a village of less than six hundred people, you can do a bit of a pub crawl, right? It's I mean, brilliant. You, yeah. Technically, there were four bars. You know, back in the day, you had the Fiddich, you had the downstairs of the hotel, the, the Copper Dog now, yeah. the upstairs of the hotel, the Quake Bar, and then the Highlander. Um, I mean they're all wonderful if yeah. you put a gun to my head and said you know you have to pick one and um, you can see I brought my own little water jug with me on the table here yeah yeah, uh, yeah. it does happen to say the Highlander end, you know, <laughs> on it as well and it's, uh, that for me you know is definitely a, a local favorite yeah. and, you know I think Tetsuya in there is just a fountain of knowledge yeah and um, the team there has been great you know my brother's worked behind the bar in there as yeah, well yeah, so you know, it's, it's one because your brother's industry sell, right? uh, he's in industry so right he's the industry he's yeah. now a, a global ambassador for a Canadian whiskey company right. cool um as well so I yeah, still get
0: you guys about. muddled up oh maybe again no, it's
1: like we look uh, so Similar, uh, well. you're, what's the age gap? He'd say we're not at all. He'd say he'd always, this is always my brother's answer. This oh, I'm the better looking one, although he's massive, he's even taller than me. So is there's it? two yeah. years between us, right? And about two inches between us as well. I right. say, because you're 6'4, no? Uh, about, so yeah, about six, three, yeah, about 6'3. I'd say 6'4 uh, on a good day. I can't really count after six foot. I'm just everyone just somewhere, yeah. But yeah, he's my younger brother, yeah. I can't call him a little brother because he's an absolute giant, but yeah, the two of us, you know, I say. We're so lucky grown up in space you know again we weren't point of contention i can't say born and raised because yeah, i wasn't yeah. particularly moved there when i was four but uh, you know growing up there and just being surrounded by whiskey yeah it's, it's been a great industry for the two yeah. of us
2: now it's good because eh? we, we we had we had tatsuya on from the highlander in not that long ago and uh, our last episode was with martin mark Vardson, oh. who who's at highland park and he was a bar manager at the quake bar Many, many years ago, but uh, when you were a young boy, Aye. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I, I don't there, think Martin will right. mind us <laughs> saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah, because he's pretty big, man. He's a big fella. Yeah, I'm he's a big pretty fella. sure he's got your address. He lives in a different country, so Wouldn't it's nice. nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So, final question for you, Matthew. Okay. Right, you're at Craig You walk down to Craig Bridge, Telford mm-hmm. Bridge. Uh, you're allowed to take one oh, bottle of right. Craig
1: with you. What's it going to be? Oh, no, that's a great question. And. The bottle I would take Was one that was opened At the Kregelke Bridge And it was One I would love to get hold Of another dram But it, you just can't get it anymore And it was our Kregelke 51 year old I wrote. thought so you were going to say Yeah I mean that, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. As the uh, drams go That was you know I remember that gem.
0: That dram Because you guys just Literally opened it And poured it all out Around the world right
1: And that was it You know the, That was the first ever bottle Was opened by my, my Wonderful predecessor Georgie Bell and, mm. the role. and that was actually The end of again Week one for me Joining uh, the, the John Sons team What a way to finish off Your first week right yeah, up Speyside in the hometown under the bridge on the beach a lot of the makers and the distillery were down there distillery manager a lot of family and friends and you know whiskey family and friends as well and uh, Benny who's our wonderful distillery manager Keith, Keith Bryan and um, popped the cork in that first bottle of Kregelke 51 and we got exactly again by a, a marketing stroke of genius here we got 51 bottles of the 51 we couldn't make that up right so 51 bottles produced first bottle opened up and as you said every single drop of that was given away for free First come, first serve, yeah. along with some other great drams, you know, Krigelki 31, 33, some Altmore 25, mm-hmm. a lot of great drams. And, you know, to me, that is what whiskey is about. And again, as you said there, every other bottle of Craigellachie 51 uh, was taken around the world by Georgie. And uh, for, a, again, you could enter, it was a free lottery in that country uh, to come along, you know, and get a tasting of the full range culminating in that 51. And um, I literally had uh, the smallest dram, of it. it was the only time i got a taste of that yeah, yeah, yeah um as well i mean keith bryan again the distillery manager pulled a blinder. he was given the bottle to pour out for everyone he poured himself a glass till it was literally brimming oh and aye. then uh, handed the bottle over to everyone yeah. to say you know you guys pour that but he <laughs> nice. saw it, he saw it quickly disappear so i will say he yeah, did yeah, end yeah. up sharing his drama he's a good lad <clears throat> um but you know it was just one of these once in a lifetime experiences mm. which is why yeah, if yeah. someone ever said you could get another us, i'd say that would be the dram for me it's nice.
0: it's good you picked that because you know i i think you say this as well, Daz. But you know, I always say that older isn't always better. I compare it to human beings, right? You don't yeah. always have a human being that ages very well. I mean, you know, Daz is a classic example. <laughs> yeah, 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 What happened to me? It's 22. Tough paper round, yeah. It, yeah.
1: Paper <laughs> round in Camden, and aside that, will do it to you. <laughs> but no, I mean that's you know, I think. That's a, g- a great example, of something that has aged and worked beautifully. But it, like, if you see me out and about, my go-to is just normal Craig Thirteen for me. Yeah. As yeah. I say, is, is always just been that go-to dram. And people, you know, I could try the seventeen and the twenty-three, and you know, they are cracking drams as well. But for me, the thirteen as well is just a, just a sweet spot. And again, I think that's why it's been so interesting seeing now a different kind of iteration of yeah, it, I suppose. Yeah pulling out different kind of facets of that character. And uh, any plans that
0: you can let us uh, in
1: on for the future, (laughs) Craig Allerke? Well, I mean, you know, we've told you this is going to be a series now. Uh, So... Start thinking about where else you might find worm. Okay. So that's all I'll say. So it's gonna be a series uh, within the thirteen year olds within range? the thirteen year old is okay. what we're looking at at the moment again. For now, you know. I like vehicle. that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, uh, something
2: you can follow. Yeah. Um, and hopefully. are they limited or are they are No, more, so yeah. hopefully
1: this will become you know more of a kind of standard release. It's nice. not you know, we do what we call exceptional cask where you have some kind of small batches and kind of one off casks. But yeah. the, the plan is to make this a bit more of a kind of standard. Really? And again, you know, the, the price point you're talking for it's just a few pounds more yeah. than I mean, the kind of standard thirteen, right? It'll
0: be interesting as well, because you guys have already gone there. Mezcal and and you've been yeah. expert, go, like pushing the boat <laughs> yeah. out with casks, right? I so, I mean,
1: we have a you know, you name it, we've got it probably yeah, mature yeah, you know, yeah, at yeah. the moment. You know, looking at all these different casts, you know, since those rules kind of changed a little yeah. about you know what, yeah. what classified is in a traditional cask use and all this sort of stuff, yeah. Because I mean, um, flavor wise,
2: as well, right? I mean, when you think about tropical fruit flavors, or mm. which is obviously a big part, even heavier flavors, more earthy flavors. Mm classic side flavors with yeah. Calvados and things like that I mean there's a lot of scope there for you guys to play around yeah. and lots of big flavor hooks <laughs> within Craig Ellicke that are clear I mean we're yeah. tasting it in here and, it, and it's delicious and you you talk about the house style and how mm. that comes through but a little bit of Armaniac changes that little bit and it that's something. cool
1: man I'm, I'm really excited to follow that. i think it's that yeah. the core character is what we're always going to preserve yeah. and again uh, quite often we've been referred to as the rock of space side right krigelke yeah. is a name literally means you know a, a craggy rock you know mm-hmm. we're built on this kind of craggy rock and i think that is what we are for space side mm-hmm. you know like alfred bernard said you know this is all this is like the old school style of space side whiskey back in 1893 you know we are that yeah. immovable rock of character i yeah. think you know yeah. other, others might change we're still just going to do our yeah. own thing. And, you look at the, the the guys in the distillery. The kind of final story from me here, I think, will be um, Jimmy Nickel, as I say, he's that guy who was talking about the worm tubs. You know, saying, "Oh, it's a worm in a tub." What do you mean? You know, uh, he is Young Jim to us in the distillery, and right. Young Jim, he's I don't know if, say he's, he's you know he's a bit older now, like he's you know, uh, but his dad is Old Jim, uh, right, who retired again. So James Arthur Nickel Jr., James Arthur Nickel Sr., um, James Arthur Nickel Sr.'s dad. Now he was a Henry Arthur Nickel, right. Who worked in the distillery? And his brother also worked in the distillery. Guess what his name was? James Arthur Nicol. Right. And their dad also worked in the distillery. Bonus points here. Name James Arthur Nichols. So right. no, that's a so We've James
2: yeah. Arthur Nichols have <laughs> yeah, worked at Craigelake. That should have been my in the uh, last hundred years, eh? fact. You'll get paid, yeah, yeah.
1: right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah. For since 1918, I think the first James Arthur and Nichols worked there, and still today. Now, unfortunately, Young Jim has two daughters. Neither of them are called Jim, so it's really yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ever, but Never mind. Bridget. Never mind. But you know, I think, and that's just one example of several families that have worked at Craigelake. So we've we've had. We're so lucky that we've retained this. You know workforce from generation to generation that we have yeah. I think which makes us just one of those great old school space styles. Amazing.
0: Well Matthew we're going to wrap this up here but thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much uh, to Craig Ellicke for sponsoring this episode as well. If people want to know more about Craig Ellicke do follow. the plug? What's the yeah, website? What's I mean, social media we're, handles? We're not massive
1: on social yet, to be honest. You know, right. we're, we're we're very old school in that kind of regards as well. We're kind of getting you know geared up into the twenty first century now. But um, if you want it, I'm Malt Matt M A L T M A T T on Instagram. You'll get me there. And usually I'm the one kind of whatever's happening Cregeloke, it'll usually be on my page there. We do have just a Krigeliki again at Cregeloke nice. uh, on Instagram. We're, we're starting to get a bit more tech savvy yeah. uh, with that as well. But as I say, we're pretty old school in the, the scheme of things. So and, I, and
2: I'd I'd like to say a massive thank you to you as well because. Um, I got a sample at exactly the same time as Mitch got one which is uh, which is remarkable <laughs> uh, uh, that, so there you go get that one up yeah glad, <laughs> glad I could
1: share the love honestly guys thank you so yeah, much yeah, for having yeah, us yeah, on cheers to cheers to that <laughs>